0: Welcome to Dylan's Jams. Today we have a very special guest on our show, Andy Nichols. Take I, it away.
1: Hi, Dylan. Hey, that's a good song, too. <laughs> um, thanks for having me on.
0: No problem. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself for our audience?
1: Well, my name is Andy Nichols, and I am a teacher and podcaster, and starting this year, I'm teaching an audio engineering course, so this whole setup is a very cool vibe, you're you're doing what you want to do, and yeah. you talked about it all last year, and here I am watching you do it. And yeah, I, and
0: you're on it now too.
1: And I'm on it. And thanks for thanks for having me to uh, come of on course, down of here. Course. This is a yeah. cool little setup here in this nice little small room.
0: Yeah, it, it's a it's a great spot. Um, so I have you on today to talk about the Beatles.
1: You do, yeah. You have your hour show, and yeah. we talked about a couple topics that we could do a deep dive with. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's a great. Weird, t- it's weird being the guest because I'm used to doing the podcasting. You uh,
0: are. So talk about talk a little about your podcast. Yeah, so
1: I've been. I'm a co-host of a Paul McCartney solo podcast called Two Legs. And that's a take on Paul McCartney's song, Three Legs, which is on his 1971 album, Ram. So with me and my co-host, Tom Hunyadi, who is based in Phoenix, Arizona. Yep. Um, that show has been going on since 2016. Wow. And it was an audio-only uh, show then. I joined in 2019 when his cousin uh, left. He needed a co-host. I had my own show. that I uh, was called Backwards Traveler. He found me. He's like, look, I need a co-host. Would you be interested in doing this? I said, Sure. What do you about thinking? You know, taking it into you know a video medium and using yeah. YouTube. So we use YouTube as a podcast, but only cool. as only as a platform. Yeah, we still are traditional um, podcasters with topics and shows, and we just use the YouTube medium as a way to get out there to yeah. to reach more people.
0: And so people can find you on YouTube. Or are you also on other platforms?
1: We are on every platform. So right. um, we have a subscription with Podbean, which is a great service because we can upload the audio recording of our podcast to that site. And then it pushes it out to everywhere: Alexa, right, yeah. TuneIn, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, which we now are on, yeah. um, thanks to some help from you. But they didn't like they didn't like anything but MP3s, as I learned, huh. which is why last year you were like, I don't see all your shows, yeah, because I had to make them all MP3s, not M4As. interesting. So, all right, yeah, it's good. It's it's uh, it's been a very successful podcast. I've yeah. been blessed to. Meet a lot of great people, travel the country. I mean, you've
0: been on—you've been to Beatles Fest now. You've spoken at Beatles Fest a few times uh, too.
1: As a featured panelist and guest yeah. at the Beatles Fe- Fest in New York and Chicago, two years in a row.
0: That's very impressive. So
1: the—it's uh, a hobby and a, and a passionate one, and I like to keep church and state separate. Uh, yeah. But sometimes they blend in between, especially now with the course I'm teaching. But yeah. uh, I- I've enjoyed the podcast. It's once a week, and uh, we try to keep it fresh and engaging. And this week. Is, uh, it's a I mean, big th- week. It's a big week in the Beatles world because we've got uh, the last Beatles song coming out. We do. On Thursday at uh, 9 a.m. But who's counting? Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many sleeps till the song? Uh, four now. Four sleeps. <laughs> um, so why don't you talk a little about the song? I mean, because you know more about it than me. Obviously. I mean, I have read a lot you, about it. Yeah,
1: you have a good, you have, um, you, have a, you know, a, above average knowledge of yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, I
0: like to think so, but uh, I mean, nowhere near as much as you. But, I mean, well,
1: I mean, I, I lived over there for two years.
0: True, you did. I mean, you got your master's over there, right? I
1: did, and I did exactly what you're doing now there. I had my own show at Liverpool Hope University, which was on, I think, 1310. It was on, but I did it for the year and changed. that I was there. Nice. I was there two years, but I only did the show one, but I got my experience in college radio. Obviously, mean, was cool. post-grad, yeah. um, but very similar setup. But uh, yeah, I, I spent two years in Liverpool studying all this stuff. But the now and th- so the song is now and then. And it's yep. got a really complex, convoluted history because it started life as a John Lennon demo um, when he was kind of on his kind of five year break. Um, John stopped kind of making music there for a while in the late 70s to raise his son. Got it. And he kind of disappeared for a while. But he would still stay at home in the Dakota, which is on the Upper West Side of New York, and hammer away at demos, guitars, yeah. things that are really not, and not really great quality, right? Yeah. He would just have a, put a boombox recorder on top of his piano yeah. and play. To so cassette. His, to a cassette. So when he passed, he, about 15 years later, when the Beatles got together, Um, to reunite for the Anthology Project, Yoko Ono handed Paul McCartney a cassette of a couple of demos yeah one of them was free as a bird one of them was real love and one of them was now and then and the problem that the producer and you would appreciate this as an audio guy he could not separate it because everything was lumped on one track onto
0: one mono cassette recording
1: really tough for 1990s technology to do that it was a miracle that jeff lynn could even do what he did with free as a bird and real love and
0: those two tracks sound really good
1: right so that was for 1994 5 technology to be able to work that track in and Ed, you know, the other Beatles and George was still alive then to do it which yeah. was pretty impressive. So they took a stab at now and then. But that the yeah. quality of that recording was so bad. The TV was on in the background, yeah. too. There was other things going on that were not present on the other two demos. So they yeah. were a little more workable. So they scrapped it. They tried it for a little bit. And George did add some guitar work to it. That's why okay. this is able to be done now. So yeah. fast forward to, you know, another 18 years. Peter Jackson... Um, the director of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and other great films um, kind of came up with the technology to isolate things. And you heard this, if you watch the get back documentary, which um, dropped on Disney plus in November of 2021, yeah. you saw some really cool things um, through this technology, which he has dubbed called Mal and that stands for machine assisted learning. And okay. it's basically AI and it learns what things are to separate. It's not artificial yeah. at all. It is artificial, but not, People think, oh, a new Beatles song. It's going to be totally no. It's not.
0: Yeah, it's using existing tracks, but just splitting them off and into learning their what is what, right? Yeah. So
1: in that film, there there was a recording of a, a conversation between John and Paul with a microphone that was on running in a cafeteria. Wow. Right, with all this stuff going on, right? Yeah, lots Dishes, of noise, lots of play, background noise, no. and he was able to use Mal to separate all that, and you hear like an eight-minute conversation between John and Paul through that technology, which was just That's so pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. I mean, I've that. seen the
0: documentary, and you can't really tell in it that it's, like, from archival audio from a terrible mic. You can really hear, you can hear their voices very clearly, which is very impressive, and that technology has only improved over time.
1: It, it's changing by the day, by the week, so that happened, and I think once that happened, the Beatles camp was like, wow, yeah. we could do some really cool stuff with the rest of our uh, collection. collections if yeah. we, we want to remix things. I mean, Giles Martin, of course, the son of George Martin, yep. has been kind of remixing Dutifully the Beatles true. album.
0: Like, tons of, of, of the content has been remixed at this point. Since 2017, yeah.
1: you've got Sgt. Pepper, you've got the yep. White Album, you've got Abbey Road, which sonically was a great album to har- try to improve anyway, yeah. but he's taking the ability of using... So between Giles Martin... And Peter Jackson, you've got some two talented people.
0: Yeah, using you know, a lot of technology. Yeah,
1: I mean, and so what Giles is doing is basically taking like a, a mono mix and a stereo mix and yep. making a new mix out of that.
0: That's pretty. That's, it's pretty impressive technology. So we, we,
1: yeah, so that's what. So obviously, the classic kind of the the the, the, the rich period of the Beatles that's, that has been done already. Yep. Um, now they're going to kind of work their way backwards and do this with the older tracks, like from '62, three, yeah, four, from 5 the Red I'm and two. Blue albums, right? Which is coincides with the release. So to hear this technology. Especially on music that was all recorded and mixed and produced for mono, yeah, is going to be very interesting. Because, There's less
0: material to work with,
1: right? Everything this music was made and you know to be heard in mono, yeah. Got to remember 1960s and 70s, right? Stereo Mo- was just starting to become a thing. Most people listen to music through a transistor radio in yeah. the car, on the beach, single speaker, one speaker, yeah. So the music was so they felt that if you s- spaced it out, it, you were you were cheapening it, yeah. Why am I hearing vocals on one side and, not the other. and on another? Yeah. They thought it was kind of cheaper. Stereo, you know, I mean, it got caught better. on eventually. I mean, the Beatles prepared all their albums, including of the White Album, uh, to be mixed in mono. So I didn't only even know that. Every album was, yeah, mono went first. Huh. Stereo mixes came after the fact, especially, you know, from Pepper. Yeah. mono, Mono, Mystery Tour, White Album. Mono first, that's what the Beatles supervised, and then the Beatles would be done with it and George Martin would go and do stereo. Would go and mix it for stereo, and then obviously Abbey Road and Let It Be were yeah. stereo. Mono was totally figured out by, by that point. So it's um, to, to tie it back to now and then, a recording that started in 1977 was worked on in 94, 95, scrapped, and now almost 30 years later, it comes back again with two Survivor Beatles to, to add... Um, you know, their input to it and have still things from George Harrison and still have John Lennon on there. Now, at, as these guys it's, are kind of at the end of their life, is pretty special and yeah. pretty magical.
0: It's a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's going to be great. It's a pretty—it's it's, it's not a poppy song. It's a very no. song that's—you uh, know, it, it has a lot of emotion. It's going to have a lot of emotion in it. It's yeah. going to have Paul singing on it. So, you know— what it is and this is something that Paul wanted to finish because he knew about it and you know a lot of people are reading into the lyrics are they talking about each other you can't really get into that but from a production tech point of view it's really nice to see this happen. I mean, you know, it's for now. I mean, in 2023, it could have never. Yeah. And it only leaked about six months ago in June. Got it. When Paul kind of dropped, oh, yeah, we finished it. And then it, was, it was the world's worst kept secret then. Mm-hmm. You know, because we knew that was the song. Because we knew that was the song they worked on in the yeah. 90s. It was, it wasn't it gonna was the be, one that never got finished. It was, We knew that's what it was going to be. Yeah. So um, the fact that, and they're, and they're maximizing it now. Because what do you do with it? Okay, you can't release it as a single. No. So they chose to, you know, put this on a revamped Edition of the Red and the Blue albums, yeah, which are
0: an anthology of uh, singles and other S- songs, Hit big hits, but also yeah.
1: album cuts. And for the kind of novice listener, is the entryway point for a lot of people. Yeah, it's where you know,
0: a lot of the classic Beatles, like older Beatles songs, are on.
1: Yeah, and and the deep cuts, and, and that yeah. those albums were released in 1973. Really, um, and the story about them as a whole of the show, but they had to come out basically because there was back in the day, um, they used to actually have albums for sale on TV. Got it. Okay. And some bootlegger. Put together like a great cause up to that point there was no Beatles' greatest hits. Yeah. It's hard to envision a world of that now, fifty years later. Exactly. When but, everyone
0: has their greatest hits album. Right, or playlist or, or whatever. Something. Right. Yeah.
1: So that album comes out and it was called Alpha Omega. And it was like, get all the Beatles hits on these four LPs. And it was sold. Wow. So Alan Klein, their then manager who was on the way out the door, was like, Look, we have to combat this. We cannot have these songs going out, you know, mail order and people and people I actually have a copy of it because it's pretty yeah. cool just to have it from, it's his, in, from history. History, but they they had to squash it. so so this was a response to a bootleg thing. That's why the Red and the Blues came out. And I can't tell you, I have a lot of friends. And I'm 42, right? Yeah. So I'm obviously second generation. So, but a lot of friends who were a little older than me were like 15, 16 when those albums came yeah, out. Yeah, so I guess that was a big thing. It was a big entry point for them. Yeah. You know, they were they discovered that was their that was their gateway drug. You know, to yeah. put, you know you know pun intended. That was the one that, that was, those were the albums that got them hooked. Yeah. So that became a fabric of everybody's collection, and now. They're being ex- expanded with extra tracks. So yeah. It's not just a, s- a straight remix. Okay, you're getting a third disc, oh, of, like wow. of, of of material from said periods on there.
0: Alternate takes or no, not
1: not alternate takes. Like so, you're getting like so if, if the red album had you know 35 tracks or 30 tracks, Something like that, and now it's gonna have like 48. Oh, cool. So they're picking more tracks to to go to, on each thing.
0: So it's sort of like it's it's kind of like they're giving it the special deluxe treatment in a way. And
1: they are. And and you're and you're getting this new technology that I just talked about. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear the earlier stuff because yeah. the, we've heard the new mixes of the of the later period, the Blue Album. Yeah, we, off of we,
0: that like collector's box right. from 2012, I think right 2017. Which one? The 2010s collector's box had, uh, the Master Collection or whatever it was called. You mean the Past Masters?
1: Oh, well, that's Past Masters is a totally separate thing. That's from 2009. Yeah, that those were albums that just kind of collected all the singles and put them on yeah. the, uh, an album. No, the the new mixes that are going to be on the blue album, which you have right on the screen there, they're all going to come because the, the Pepper, uh, Abbey Road, White Album, Let It Be, those have all been kind of remixed and re-released as a super deluxe edition. Yeah. So most of the material on that we've heard in the new the, w- in the new style yeah. of, the, of the mixing and the technology, which you,
0: I am personally a fan of the the new style of mixing. It's are The the, re, the remixes I am like really it? enjoying. Like, I've been listening to the remix of the White Album a lot lately. Oh, I've
1: listened to it on the way the down. The Super
0: Deluxe of the White Album has been my, re- my recent favorite. Last year, I listened to Abbey Road a lot.
1: Now, yeah, and Abbey Road, I don't hear much of a difference sonically no, in that. No, because
0: Abbey Road was later on, so they had sort of gotten a hand, I guess, the original mixing and mastering on Abbey Road was sort of later on in the stereo mixing. And only stereo, as yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, exactly. So
1: that album, I mean, you know, you could put on... You could listen to an original pressing of Abbey Road. Yeah, and and it sounds it's, similar. It's gonna sound. I mean, it's the newer mixes sound a little more punchier. Yeah, they're a little that's more. That's
0: just a change in the style of the times.
1: Right, they're a little more. They're a little more punchier. Yeah. a little more heavier in drums, a little more bass, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny considering the two that are still alive played drums and bass. Yeah, and that's what we hear a little more prominent now in in in, in, in these remixes. <laughs> Not exactly surprised whatever, about that, but, but it but sounds but good. You hear yeah. a song like Rain, right? You know, yeah, I, that's fantastic. It's a great. I mean, last year, remember Revolver came out? Yes, that we're talking about in class. Revolver
0: was great. That was a phenomenal release. Right. Right, that was fantastic. Listen to that, I think, for a couple days straight, just listening to Revolver. In non-stop, yeah.
1: non-stop. Like, all, you know, ripped it, put it on, yep. the whole nine. But the White Album um, has been a nice one. to So you're going to hear, you know, that. So that is going to be all represented on the Blue Album. And now and then, it's going to be tacked on at the end of the Blue Album. It'll Got be the it. last track on there. Okay. There's a couple of choices I kind of disagree with that they're putting on there to expand it. Like, they're putting on Within You, Without You, Sgt. Okay. Pepper. They put on "I Want You She So Heavy" from Abbey Road. I don't really agree with those two choices because they're already released.
0: They're already released on the su- on the super deluxe.
1: Well, I, yeah, they're already released, but and I, they could have picked other songs. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just think those songs don't flow well on that album. You know, especially "I Want You She's So Heavy." That's a deep album cut yeah. that works. I don't throwing it on that. I mean, you could have picked um, something. I mean, I know they put. They put they added "Hey Bulldog" to the Blue Album, okay. which I get. That yeah. song has grown in stature song. over the last ten years. Dave Grohl, yeah. the Foo Fighters, exactly. sang it. Great cover. Yeah, great cover of that song. I get why "Hey Bulldog" was included. Within you, without you, and uh, you know, I, I would say you could have ended it with "Golden Slumbers." And yeah, then, and then that'd be great. And then throw "Now and Then" on there. Yeah, to if you want to expand it a little bit. Exactly. I mean, they threw "Glass Onion" on there from the White Album. Yeah. Okay.
0: There's a time with that recent Netflix movie. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, so I, maybe that's what they're trying to do.
0: I guess, because there was the one that was, the, the movie that came out that was called Glass Onion. It was the, they had the song playing in it. Yeah. Um, maybe that, that was – that they Maybe they're
1: it. trying to – yeah, whatever. whatever. So, uh And then a lot of people I know in the Beatles world are like, you know, well, why are we – if you're throwing that one then, which is a new Beatles song in 2023, yeah. why are we still calling the album 1967 to 1970? <laughs> Wouldn't you call it to 2023? 2023? A lot of people have gotten a little bit, uh, you know, fired yeah. up about that. I really don't care. Do you? Whatever. Nah.
0: I mean – it's just exciting to hear new material. Uh Like one of the things I like the most about the Super Deluxes was hearing all of the alternate takes. Yes, because it's the main different draw. different little melodies that are changed slightly between that and the uh, the new take, or different rhythms, or different even like I forget what song it was, but one of them the bassline is kind of different between them in uh, yeah. on Abbey Road Super Deluxe. I forget which track it was, um, but I was listening through that the other day, and I was like, oh, that bassline is slightly ever so slightly you, different in you an alternate hear, take. You
1: hear an alternate take, but even things. That are brought up in the the master yeah. that are remixed. I've heard these songs thousands of times in my life. Yeah, I'm hearing that when I listen to like the White Album, yeah. I'm hearing something new. Told, things. I'm hearing new things. And I had a conversation with another Beatles fan you know over the weekend, and he was kind of on the fence about it. He's like, yeah. I'm not buying all this again. I've heard it. I'm like, I said, dude. I said, you're hearing nuances. If you yeah. like the Beatles as much as we do, and you hear new songs, new yeah. new sounds in this music, you got to get it.
0: Exactly. You like, got to get it. I mean. You bought every single format of this already.
1: Just so. about. <laughs> Just about. I, I, I lost out on the 10-inch Spotify exclusive thing. Ah, uh, it sold out com. or? The 10-inch yeah. version. Did it I got, sell out? Or? It's gone. Ah. It's gone. The Target Red, I'll get in person, in Target on Thursday. Nice. Win, <laughs> Um no, no CD single release of this, oh, which a lot of people are little cheered off about.
0: Uh, is there a cassette release too, I'm assuming, yes, right? Yes, there is. A, okay. there is a,
1: and that kind of is cool because it kind of it's ties kind of, into the fact it that it's ties coming Ties into the from fact the... that it was a cassette. Yeah. So I get that. Exactly. You know, and I know cassettes are back and people are selling them again. Have you bought any, any collecting? Or are you like more? I you like, older cassettes? I
0: get older cassettes because, <laughs> I mean, the record shop near me, I mean, and near us, uh, Factory Records, <laughs> they have tons of cassettes. A um, uh-huh. little plug for them, I guess. Um,
1: Factory, we like them. Yeah,
0: they're a great record store. All
1: shout out to Sweet Vinyl too. That too? We love you too. they have great. Just, co- they have some good coffee. They, and they have good coffee. Smaller collection though. Smaller collection. And yeah. I, and I'll, let's, I'll, let's be honest, a little more expensive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but it's closer. So it's not as far of a, of a drive. It's
1: not. It's not, but yeah, um but, yeah, they have they have a pretty big uh, inventory yeah, of cassettes. They do.
0: And uh, I do have I do have a Walkman. I have a Sony Walkman that I've had since I was as long as I can remember actually. Um it still works. I do have a couple of cassettes actually. I have some empty cassettes that I've been recording if stuff on If you
1: held a cassette up to ten friends your age, would they know what that format is?
0: Probably not. I mean given or the, what to do with it. <laughs> that that's probably more accurate. Uh, I mean
1: how do I play this thing?
0: Yeah. Um there was a kid in my IT class who did not know what an iPod was, so Stop. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah.
1: An iPod classic? Yeah. He didn't know what, it, well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the times. Oh, uh, man. Spotify and streaming music has taken over. I mean. Listen,
1: and you know how my feelings on this. Yes, I, I do. I, the convenience of it, I think, is fantastic. Oh, of course.
0: You have everything in the world in your pocket.
1: Right. It's great. And but. when we've, done, we've, 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 we've discussed this. this a lot. Yeah. On the go, fantastic. Yeah. Home, we're not doing no, that.
0: No, Right? Physical media all the way.
1: You're in the car. Yeah. Plug in and that go. That works. Right. Yeah. You
0: know I mean, and, Even I I still listen to CDs in the car. Because I have a bunch of CDs, and my... Well, my car well, that I had... Rest in peace. Rest in peace, the rest Kia in peace Soul. peace, Kia. Um, Thanks a lot,
1: lady who rear-ended me.
0: Yeah. But um, that had a CD player, so I'd always listen to CDs in the car because I didn't want to connect my phone. But, yes, I get on-the-go Spotify, it's, Apple listen, Music, whatever you use. I
1: just worry about the ability long-term. Exactly. With the... With Archival. The, with the convenience like. of that... If, if the goal is, for the, say, for the Beatles, which is, I mean, let's face it. These are guys that, you know, are coming to the end of their life. Yeah. They've been gone. for The the group has not existed for over 50 years. Exactly. How, like, I'm just looking at your screen right now. Okay? Yeah. You've got Spotify up. And people know those songs because that's what's mostly streamed. Yeah. But will younger people be able to go to that and go, ah, oh, Revolver Super Deluxe. Let me listen to that album. Yeah. How, does the art of the album go away? I think away? it's
0: almost, it's pretty much gone at this point because most gotta people, be. I mean, Look at, like, you're going to uh, – Peter Gabriel, right? His new but album. What, yeah. What, Everything's yeah. a single. Like right. He's released every single song on that album as a single. Right. And so we're kind of coming to a point where albums as a whole aren't really a thing anymore, and artists are focusing more on releasing singles that get, like, radio play or are going out for awards or whatever, as opposed to making a whole experience as an album.
1: And that's the thing that's lost a little bit now. And EPs now are pretty yeah. popular too, right? exactly.
0: Some shorter albums. And it's
1: cheap, right? I get it. Yeah. If you're a struggling or a smaller artist, to get your music produced in a physical format, it costs a lot. I yeah, get it. it does. Especially vinyl. You know, like it's like a,
0: 30 bucks a vinyl, uh, 30 bucks a record at this it's
1: point. It's a lot. It, but, okay, I mean, and it's just, it's changed so much. You know the, 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 you know, the industry is so different. You're not making the money yeah. on album sales. I mean, but it's yeah. it just, I mean, it just takes away the, it just, there's something about listening to an album. Start to finish. Start to finish. Yeah. You know, even if you're gonna do it digitally, you could still do it, but you wouldn't yeah. have like even if you had a CD or yeah. an album. when you locked in with that thing, it, it's, was, an, it was it's an experience. Yeah. it's a,
0: it's something tangible that you can like sort of hold on to and be like, this is the music. this yeah. here, it's a physical representation of everything that you hold dear about an album. say if there's an album that you like are so like passionate about, you can own like physically own it and you don't have to worry about, oh, it's coming off of X streaming service, so I'm not going to have access to it. I own it. It's never going to go away. It'll and, always be and there. And I
1: think you've heard me say this in class yeah. many, times. many times. I'm like, if the internet's out, you're out. You got yeah, nothing. Yeah, you're done. Unless you, you have it
0: downloaded, nothing.
1: but unless you have it downloaded, you know. And let's face it, I, most people don't have music collections like we have. No, that they're they're happy to stream it, and the convenience yeah. is great. And I and I even even my own father, like he gave me all his albums. He he doesn't yeah. need them. He'll he'll stream them. He doesn't yeah, same need with my it. Yeah, Right. Yeah, he doesn't need them. I remember he... you told remember, when you. I remember like last year, you told me you found a uh, yes, a yes album. I'll see. Oh You're yeah, like, I did. Keys to Ascensions. My dad yeah, had Yeah,
0: I was like, I found it. I was looking for it, and I found it.
1: Right. So <laughs> it's nice that people like your age appreciate it. Yeah. It gives me some hope for the future. That's a pun. That's a Paul song too. Yeah, it is. I'll look it up. <laughs> um, you know, that there there is a chance for people to ab- embrace this stuff a little bit yeah. more, but still have the um, c- the convenience of the technology exactly to do it. And it's the fact that it's the Beatles still. I mean, to tie it back is is pretty it's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. obviously they still reach people um, yeah. moving forward.
0: And like, there's a lot of kids my age who do enjoy the Beatles but I mean they may not be as big as a fan of you as you or even me or even some other people I know but I there's mean there's only one of me Dylan there is <laughs> that's for sure um but no I I do think they're still holding on as a very popular brand, even with the younger generation
1: they are they are and I and I think you know you've seen my classroom it's yeah. it's, it's a setup it's, it's it is it's what it's what, it, it's what yeah. we have set up for to do. So it'll be cool. I mean, the documentary, there's a 12-minute documentary that'll about be very the song. Inter- that'll be
0: fun to watch. That'll be I fun. know I'll be watching it on my TV.
1: 3.30 on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And, like and on YouTube. Yep. And uh, it's funny. I, I was thinking, like, you know how when songs get released, 12.01, yeah. right? Yep. Not this one. You got to wait till 9 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Wow. on Thursday Wow. for it to drop. Wow. Um, 2 p.m. UK time.
0: Is it? Oh, so it's all the same time globally. Correct. Because I know, like, because recently my one of my favorite artists, Jacob Collier, came oh, out with yeah. a single for his new album coming out on the 30th, uh, the 29th of February, and he dropped the single at midnight at every time zone. So as soon as it became midnight, oh, it, oh, as soon okay. as it became midnight in like New Zealand, it was like 9 a.m. the day before here. But since it was out in one country, it was out everywhere. Oh, is basically. that how we did it? Yeah, because it was a kind of a rolling thing. So as soon as it was out in one place, it leaked, and everyone got it. And everybody got it. So everyone kind of got it early.
1: I tell you what, there is nothing better than waking up sometimes and looking at my phone and going, "New music is available from so and so," and I'm like, "Play."
0: Let's go, right? yeah. And
1: that—that's—that's that's to earlier my point earlier. That's the great thing about streaming, yeah. like. If you're waiting for the physical product to be you delivered, have to wait till
0: like five p.m. the next day for it to come
1: in the mail. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Where yep. is it? Where is it? Where track is it? my Where, package. Track my package. Track that thing. But then yeah. you can hear it and enjoy yeah. it. So again, you have to embrace the technology. Exactly, it's not going away. And I think no. you know that's that's the whole thing about it. Yeah, you know? I
0: mean, it, there's good things and there's bad things. Um, for for sure, there's, a, there's good things and bad things about both. It's a happy it's a happy medium if you can reach it of both, sort of have the good the plus sides of physical media of always owning it. And the plus sides of the convenience factor of streaming yeah it's always a great thing i yeah.
1: i know we've talked about this too i think that there's a the, the part of the things too is now not just the beatles but uh, you know there's so much and I, i've told this to you i think over the over the years there's so many ways to access things now there's yeah. so much like you can you can with a click of a button you could add the discographies of anybody you want
0: yes anyone
1: anyone back in the day that was such a labor of love yeah. to get that and i'm talking about like napster because yeah nowadays, exactly it, it was like okay yeah. you still had to download it now
0: it's anything you want Dylan, at any time.
1: Dylan, Dylan uh, download all of King Crimson. Check it out. And like, it's right there. And that's so great, yep. but it's also overwhelming because there's so it's much It's hard to, to go find through. stuff
0: because you're dealing with every single song that gets released. I think, I don't remember the exact stat, but it's like for every every minute that passes, there's hours of content that gets uploaded to Spotify. It is impossible to ever listen to everything. Like, there's never, there's it's a, not, it's a, it's 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 a bottomless it, pit.
1: Right. So, unless you were somebody who predates this era and you actually yeah. went out to seek these things at the store, yeah. take them home, absorb them before this age of streaming. Yeah. And learn the discographies, learn the running order of the tracks, and mm-hmm. learn and learn, okay, there's this edition. Like you I, I I did that for all the bands that I like and collected. Yeah. So I can do that and have that knowledge because I spent the time with them yep. before and now if I was your age, I would be like and I, I was into the music that I was into, I would be like, oh my God. There's just too much. There's too much. I'm never going to get through all yeah. of yes or all of Genesis or there's all just the who, so much right there's yeah. just, there's so much but back then you took your time with it you went yeah. to the store you bought the album you bought the CD and it was
0: a, it was an investment every time because you, right. they were and, expensive
1: and they were very yeah the CDs cost 20 bucks yeah you know, they, cost, they cost 20 now see <laughs> how so you know, times have changed the now and then single alone the tw- the, is, is, tw- is going for $20 wow you know, just I mean, for just for a seven inch or a twelve inch. That's crazy, right? So that they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know. They know.
0: They know how much they can extract.
1: Exactly. So it just it's it's great. I just think there's so much out there that people are just like, I'll never get to it all. Yeah. Uh, yourself included.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact I'm never going to be able to get through all of the music that predates me, plus the stuff that I'm listening to that's coming out now,
1: plus whatever you like now. Yeah. Because and like, I, I'm not trying to say that I don't like current music. There's, there's no. a few artists that I like. Yeah. That um, that that are somewhat modern. I like them. You know, um, of what's it called? Uh, the weekend. I like some of his stuff. Yeah, he's got good stuff. It's retro. I like that. Um, yeah. But there's, you're never gonna have enough time. If I'm, no. if I'm still discovering music that came out 50 years ago, then the younger generation has. N- I mean, they're gonna be yeah. so overwhelmed with it. Yeah.
0: And that's and great it's a shame. Thing. I mean, because yeah. there's so much great music out there.
1: There, there is. I mean, I just entire, a little bit off of the Beatles, but I mean, in 2021. I was driving around and had Syria. I have serious on my subscriber and I heard a deep track by a band called Procol Harum. but yeah. up to that point I knew three songs by the band I heard that song and I'm like I have to have everything by this band yeah. and I went out and got it yeah Music that's fifty years old. Yeah. That and I just, that I just, just discovered. discovered. Yeah. That I just discovered. Yep. In twenty twenty one.
0: Which is one. Once again, another great thing about streaming: you can always discover more. Correct. It's so easier to discover. You can. So I
1: mean, we talk about rabbit holes. I mean, all the time. All the time. you be like, like Nichols. I'm, I'm down. I'm down, I'm rabbit down this rabbit hole. I'm <laughs> down this rabbit hole. I'm like, all right, buddy, I'll join you. Hold on. <laughs> Whoop! Look out.
0: There it so goes. It,
1: it, and it, you know, it all depends on your mood. Yep. What you're into. What What are you excited about? Yep. You know, like you know, it, you know. I know, but you're Jacob, Jacob Collier. you got those albums coming out.
0: Yeah, that's a big event looking forward to. I mean, I'll probably be streaming that the day it comes out uh, on my, whatever my, whatever show I do next semester. Uh, that when I, when I pre-ordered those vinyls, so those those will get played. Vinyl. Vinyls. No. Oh, vinyl. plural is vinyl. Yes. Got it. Yes. You um, don't say vinyls. Sorry.
1: It's like those TV wonders that say filmer. Oh, yes. You okay. don't say filmer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's – and but, again, like, I bet you – He's a smaller artist, yes. right? So he has to pay probably a lot to mm-hmm. get his stuff pressed on vinyl. Listen, the Beatles are the are the biggest thing ever, yeah. and there's still there's still a delay yeah. with their stuff. And they, you know, that Jacob Collins. There's nothing you
0: can do because it's just vinyls. It's, it's the nature of the format. It's physical. It's sort of fragile. It's a big thing. And there's
1: such a demand for it. Yeah. It's supply and demand. Like those red and blue albums that I ordered, yeah. that I pre-ordered. I don't think I'm getting them till December. Wow. Right, so they'll be on yeah. streaming on November tenth. Yeah, but, but it's not, take some time. I'm not gonna get those till yeah. probably Christmas time because I had, to,
0: I had to pre-order my my vinyl for the February 29th launch, two three weeks ago just so it would get there in time. Just really? so it get here in time, yeah, because they're pre-pressing it and it's gonna get here on the day of the launch. But I had to order it several months in advance, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. That's a whole other discussion for another time. No, uh, but
1: it's it's good. So yeah, I mean, I, I I really I enjoy playing vinyl at home. I don't get yeah. a whole lot of time to do it, but when I do. On a weekend I'll lock in and yep. then, and then the week will go by and then I'll go on a Saturday I'll go oh, that's the album I had on there last Sunday and it's yep. still there so it's a nice part to just to just lock in yeah listen, listen to an album listen to it I mean and, and oh, as we all did during covid yep. that's what we did in fact exactly. I, I I just had experiments where I would just take albums and rip them yep you know and just have a little fun with it just to Get, with my turntable, I like I have pitch control. Yeah, which and just
0: I, tune them down and just
1: d- d- just detune it a little bit. Yeah, There's some turntables, depending but, on how they're manufactured, they might they might play too fast. Yeah, so you have a little fun with that. So I would I would using Audacity. Yeah. I would I would put a I would put a Beatles record on and I would rip them all. They put them into Audacity, split them up, retitle them, and then call them you know nickels mixes. And yeah. I yeah. added them to my library. Yeah,
0: and you sent me those too. I listened to those. Yeah, that's
1: right. You, uh, I think you added them. You yeah, added, I did add them to, them to my your, collection. Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, and you did.
0: speaking of Beatles vinyl. Um, we have a couple of vinyl here that we're going to play for you today Because we, cause we do, do have a little bit of time We do What's your, Where should we start?
1: Well, Dylan's holding a 1995 pressing of the White Album And you can't see it, but it's uh, it's it's not a beater-upper It's from '95 when they reissued them on the uh, Apple Cream labels You pick, it's your show
0: Alright, I'm going to start with side one
1: You want to go with side one? Yeah, let's, right, let's start with side one Go with side one, man Back to right. the USSR, Dear Prudence, Glass Onion, oh Da, Wild Honey Pie Bungalow Bill and while my guitar gently weeps. For those of you keeping score at home with side one. Can't guarantee it's going to it's not going to skip. It shouldn't. I did clean it up a little bit today. It's it's, you know, I didn't go into the archives and pull out, you know, the, the 30 that I have sitting at home. I could have and you know I have them. <laughs> side one. Go with it. There's the hiss. Yeah, it should just
0: take a few seconds, and it should come through.
1: There we go. Ah. Before the strains of Dear Prudence, yeah. Back in the USSR, Paul McCartney's uh, Beach Boys-influenced opener.
0: I mean, I'm a fan of the Beach Boys. I'm a big fan of the Beach Boys, actually. Um, Yeah, same. And to the point we were talking earlier about the mono-stereo stuff, I mean... Oh well, they're they're the, that's the huge thing with Beach Boys is well the especially whole, Pet Sounds. Yeah, exactly. Pet Sounds, which is my favorite, up there on my list of favorite albums of all time. Yes. Um, I th- I think for a lot of people it's up there too.
1: A lot um, of people, but some people can't vibe with that album. They don't. They don't. Which is always
0: surprising. I'll just never because understand that. A lot of those songs are just like t- total class. Now
1: I'll tell you, I know that album was prepared for mono, right? Yeah. I mean, Brian Wilson had any? You know, he couldn't really. Yeah, couldn't he couldn't really hear it in the couldn't other Couldn't hear in his yeah. the other year. I actually prefer the stereo remix Same. of that album. Yeah,
0: I like the remixes a lot. Isn't it better? Yeah, it is. I mean, the
1: mono is great because that's how it was issued. But yeah, the separation of the vocals that you hear on a song, say like "You Still Believe in Me," yeah. on Pet Sounds stereo, night and day. So
0: good. The separation is great. But yeah, back in anyway. The, yeah,
1: back in the USSR to open it up. The uh, as George Martin, their producer, like to say he liked, he liked to open up all their albums with a pot boiler. Yeah, and that's you know Ukraine girls, and of course that was written while the Beatles were in Rishikesh in February of '68. Um, And Mike Love of the Beach Boys was with them. Yeah, while they they were kind of studying uh, transcendental meditation, and uh, their their manager had just died uh, a few months before. They had kind of figured out what what are we going to do? Early '68, you know, they had recorded a couple of tracks before they left, namely "Lady Madonna" and uh, "Across the Universe" and "The Inner Light." Got those ready, and then went to India and recorded yeah. all these songs. I mean, all the songs on this on the White Album were all done in India.
0: Didn't know that. All, all of them, them were recorded all, in India. Wow. Yeah, and if
1: you if the 2018 box set has that uh, bonus disc of the Easter demos. Yeah. So they went. They 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 wrote all those. So they wrote all those songs in India, came back to England and demoed them at George's house. Okay. So if you listen to that that, that super deluxe edition of the White Album, yeah. the third disc is just all the easher demos are so those you,
0: the demos that were recorded in in, in india no, or no no nothing was recorded in india because okay. they, they didn't they couldn't okay but everything they, was like they wrote, wrote in, so in they india. wrote okay. back
1: and he was just they wrote dear prudence 95 percent of what's on the white album yeah. was all written while the beatles beatles were just away in india just with their guitars yeah so that's why if you listen to an album like the white album a lot of it has that kind of acoustic back to basics feel yeah because remember music was changing here right In 67 summer of love psychedelic stuff right yeah pepper pepper is magical mystery tour great stuff and then there's a sudden sudden shift in the musical landscape where kind of a a back to basics approach comes into things here yeah with the band right and music from big pink and george was spending a lot of time with the band and bob dylan so they kind of were like okay we're gonna get off that psychedelic train and we're gonna just go back to basics and that's kind of a lot even though the white album it's my favorite album because it is so diverse You've got things like Savoy Truffle and yeah. Martha My Deer. It's a
0: long it's a big album. Thirty tracks. Yeah, it's a long one. You so, know, is it the longest? Like oh, mainstream album? Like mainstream? Uh, out of the
1: canon? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's Absolutely. It's almost ninety minutes. Yeah, it's a long one. It's it's thirty tracks. And of course you've got Revolution Nine, which yeah. is this kind of experimental avant-garde thing with John and Yoko, yep. which isn't I mean, it's interesting, but it's not really good. So like that was done, obviously not in India, right? Yeah. They did that when they came back. Yeah. But like obviously like Piggies and Blackbird and Rocky Raccoon and Mar- yep. and uh, Mother Nature's Son, Dear Prudence, the next track on the album. Yep. That's what you hear. That's all written when they were in India.
0: Speaking of Dear Prudence, that's to the next track we play.
1: Yeah, written about Prudence Farrow, Mia Farrow's sister, because she wouldn't come out of her little hut in India. So John said, why don't you come out to play? Which is a true story. Almost. He almost had it. <laughs> almost. The, the I almost drop. missed it. He almost had it. All great, right. great track.
0: Here's Dear Prudence.
1: And there was Dear Prudence, written uh, by John Lennon, and then February of 68, that's always a key track from the White Album, which yeah. is included on the Expanded Red and Blue. Is it? Which
0: one is it on? No, it's,
1: it's going to be on the Blue. Okay, it's,
0: Blue. it's okay. going to be on Blue. It's going
1: to be on Blue. That That's one of the ones they've added.
0: Got it. Okay. Like,
1: it wasn't originally on yeah. Blue, but now it's going to be and on then the Blue. And they're going
0: to put the Super Deluxe remix Correct. on it? Correct.
1: Okay. Also, anything like that is going to be the newer mixes from all those recent box sets okay. and remixes. I mean, that, Dylan's playing a 1995 pressing of the White so Album, it's, yeah. so it's... Honestly, it's not as much, but the, dy- the dynamic is not there. But yeah. you'll, you'll hear it on when it comes out again yeah. on, uh, on the 10th. But yeah, that's all that stuff is just sounds so much punchier yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you got another album there, right? I
0: do. We do have another album here. Uh, well, actually, we are going to play one more track off of this. Oh, yeah, right. we'll do one more on the White Album. We'll do one more on the White Album. One more
1: on the White Album, yeah.
0: We'll do uh, Happiness is a Warm Happiness Gun. Happiness
1: is a Warm Gun. Really, this is a wacky one. And uh, John Lennon got the title and the inspiration for this because it was an article in a gun magazine. Oddly enough, which is just kind of out there for him. Yeah, and considering um, the article that the headline of the article was "Happiness is a warm gun in your hand," it's a pro gun article. Yeah, and that was that's where that's where the title came from for this track. Yeah, Um, it's nothing at all about guns when you listen to the song, Um, but it's 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 interesting. You know, I think it also marks. Uh, the first appearance of Yoko Ono's vocals on a people's <laughs> recording as well, and you'll hear it yeah, when Dylan plays exactly. it. But uh, it's a different kind of song. It, you know, it starts off as a slow ballad. Yeah. You know, then builds up into this big thing, yep. and all this kind of '50s uh, bang, bang, shoot, shoot vocals at the end of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a three-minute little mini-opera. Got it. You know, it starts as a yeah. little slow thing, and then builds up into a rockier piece. B- Has its piece. own like little arc. You know, I got to fix, and I'm going down. Yeah. And this big heavy, and then this big happy, and a big screaming. You know, high pitch. Lot of solo- yeah, a lot yeah. of it on this on this track. But yeah, happiness is a warm gun. Cue right. it up, buddy. I will. End of side one. Yes. <laughs> of the White Album. Good 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 pick there, Dylan. Thank you. All
0: right, so now we're gonna move on to let ah, it be. No, 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 no.
1: no. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, yeah, need here it goes. You, we need to put you back into Beatles School 101. Dylan is holding a copy of uh, the 1970 U.S.-only compilation, Hey Jude. Okay, it was not a main... This was not a main canon album. It was only. It was released exclusively to the U.S., again, by Alan Klein, um, for the Beatles to make a lot of money, honestly, because they, did not, they were hemorrhaging money at the time, and they needed product. They needed cash in there, and Alan Klein... Came out and the Beatles came up with an idea to take um, tracks that had been singles or not on, an, on a Capitol album and throw them on an album. So you had things like Paperback Writer, Rain, Hey Jude, Lady Madonna, uh, all on an album for the first time because they were all singles before that. So um, we are going to start. So it's a, Actually, it's a really cool compilation. It's the U.S. only, sold very well, came out, I believe, in January of 1970. I mean, it's
0: a good collection of tracks.
1: Yeah, but it's, there's some oddball stuff, too. Yeah. Like I Should Have Known Better is on there for Hard yeah. Day's Night because it never was on a Capitol album. It was released it. on United Artists yeah. as the soundtrack to uh, Hard Day's Night. So there's little hodgepodgey tracks on here yeah. that make their appearance on an EMI Owned album, album, yeah. and that's why you, that's why there's oddball songs like that's obviously Don't Let Me Down, yep, uh, Ballad of John and Yoko. They're only singles now; they're on yep. an album for the first time, and that was that was a big seller. I mean, a lot of big Beatles fans love this one, so got it. We're kicking it off with Hey Jude, Hey Jude. Yeah. We know it well. Paul wrote it for Julian because he was, uh, you know, his parents were getting divorced at the time, and uh, only the Beatles could do seven minutes and seven seconds in 1968 when nobody else was playing it, but they did it. and There it is. All seven minutes and change of Hey Jude. No uh, yeah. matter how many times you hear it, you can't get tired of it. No, it's such a great song. You just can't get tired of it. Uh, funny story mm. with that is uh, my, when my dad heard this song in 1968 yeah. and my uncle, <laughs> my <laughs> uncle says to my dad, hey, I just heard the new Beatles single and guess yeah. what? It sucks. <laughs> and My dad goes, what are you talking about? He goes, I got in the car, and all I heard for four minutes was, nah, 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 (laughs) My dad's like, you didn't hear the whole thing. No, not even close.
0: (laughs) It's the whole start. Right,
1: right. That's a funny little story about that. That's a great anecdote. Oh, yeah, great. great. And
0: I think uh, we're coming close to time here. We have a couple minutes left. Yeah, and
1: uh, no, thank you for having me on. Of course. when we booked this a few yeah. weeks ago, the announcement for Now and Then
0: hadn't even come out. Hadn't come no. out,
1: yeah. We didn't know when it was going to come Perfect out. Perfect timing, so the, almost. Yeah, even though we were ticking about oh, God, a couple days. I early. said, "Oh, have me on for a Yes show?" And you're like, "Nichols, I gotta have you on for a Beatles yeah, show." Yeah. which I I get. You're and the I, Beatles guy. So. I, I I am, and I appreciate it. And um, hey, listen, having spent two years of my life there, I get it. Yeah. Um, now it's just it's so it's just I was mean, we just hanging off the air. Life moves so fast. It does. And uh, everything that we talked about in class and what we're doing. You're doing now. Yeah, um, you're doing what you want to do, and uh, I'm just very proud of you. And I'm, you know, so thankful. Thank that you. You, b- you brought yeah. me down here. Today. And
0: thank you for coming on. I mean, this has been a great show. I hope people out there who's who are listening are enjoying it. Right? It
1: it might even be a bonus two legs episode. We have, Ooh. We, maybe we'll see. I got to okay. Talk, I got to talk to my co-host about that. Got it. Okay. It might if you're okay with I'm it. I'm fine with that. Maybe it might be a yeah. bonus episode. We'll Sounds see. Sounds good. We'll okay. See. But I'll send uh, you the files then. Please, please do. It's yeah. uh, I'm you know, I'm happy to. Come on again, whatever you mean. I'm only 20 minutes yeah. away, and uh, of we can either do more Beatles, we could do more Prague, more other whatever. I mean, I
0: might have to have you on for the Yes Redux episode. P- pending announcement about when that will be. Yeah, um, because
1: you have, to have a, you have a buddy also who isn't Yes. We, we can, yeah. We need to, you need to slot yourself some time for that show. That will be that will be another play, hour. If we, if we play a Yes song or Yes That's going to be a long a yes song, one. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole hour. We may have to
0: find a different time slot and sort of do a special. We, we might. Well, yeah, um, we might
1: have to. I mean, if we're going to, especially if we're going to play Tales. Yeah, Come on, exactly. Are we, we,
0: gonna play we, Tales? a Tales episode could be kind of cool, on like on Saturday or something when there's no other episode going on.
1: That might be an album also celebrating its 50th anniversary True. this year.
0: That's coming up soon. That yeah. could be a good, that could be a nice episode to do.
1: It could, it could. But yeah, in the Beatles world, very exciting times. Yeah, very and very uh, I hope people out there give it a shot um, yeah. and listen to it and accept it for what it is. You know, yeah. it's a, it's the last moment that the Beatles will ever have together yeah. on record uh, as they're coming kind of to the end of their days and to hear all the love and care and passion and joy that they bring to people. I hope that's what we hear with this song. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm I, a little bit biased, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. A little bit, but I, I think it's going to be great. And yeah. uh, I, lo- I look forward to talking with you about it. Of course,
0: it. yeah. We'll, we'll have to keep in touch about that when it drops. I think we will. I think we will. Um, But thank you once again for coming on. Uh, Once again, plug your podcast.
1: Yes, yeah, two legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. On YouTube, Spotify, and Spotify everything. And everything. Yeah, two yeah. legs. The number two legs. Me and my co-host Tom Hunyati, Where it's ninety-nine percent all just Paul, Paul solo, solo. Yeah. Which we like. Just as a side note, just because there's so much there Beatles, con- there's so much Beatles content everywhere. Yeah. We thought, well, something different. We got to just talk about Paul's solo career. Yeah. And uh, and we do it once a week. Yeah. It's a great most, podcast, everyone. Please check it out. Yeah, <laughs> like like and sub. When we're doing really well. So thanks yeah. for the plug. Of course. And once again, thanks for having me on today. Thank really you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right.